in, we're going to cue the music in three, two, one. Emergency power activate. What up, world? Invading your ear holes once again. We're live right now in the WGTD studios at Gateway Technical College. This is The Call. I'm Austin Brandt, and today a childhood dream is being fulfilled of mine. <laughs> That's right. I get to meet Oz, the man behind the operation here at Gateway Technical College, our president. Please introduce yourself, if you would. Oh, thank you, Austin. First of all, you probably need more sleep if this is your dream. <laughs> 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 it's not that big a deal, I'll tell you, but I'm really thrilled to be a part of your program today. This is going to be a high-energy conversation. My name is Brian Albrecht, and I'm just thrilled to serve as the president of Gateway Technical College, and I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more about what that represents. But uh, just the work that you're doing and the show that you're providing, the access to information is really critical for this profession as well as many others. And I want to thank you both for taking the leadership and, and making it happen. You're yeah. very much so welcome. And as you're saying that, you can see my hands are rising up. I don't know how to take a compliment, so thank you very much. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands, but you can hear the giggling over there on the, the corner as well. Tim Williamson is also Hello. in office studio here with us. You know, and the first thing I wanted to compliment you on is you are the only person I think I've met in my life that may be able to compete and for sure outweigh my energy levels. <laughs> How do you do it? We were talking about that well, when we got in the studio uh, here. So How do you maintain Is it caffeine? Yeah, it's Mountain Dew for me. I Mountain Dew. Okay, you, yeah. all right. <laughs> I'm a coffee guy. Absolutely. Coffee but, guy. But, but actually, I think it's just the... Um, the excitement and the energy that uh, the, the job or the career brings, right? So you Absolutely. have that passion. We tell young people all the time, you know, if you find your passion, it's not like going to work. And it's the yeah. same thing for me here. And it's been that way, fortunately, for, for many years for me, including when I started out as a high school teacher and I was a coach. And you could feel that momentum energy around young people when they found success and be able to leverage that throughout a career through the Department of Public Instruction and now here at Gateway um, because I get to see that passion in, in the eyes and the work that our students are doing yeah. and no better than in the frontline jobs that uh, you're both providing service for, the emergency medical yeah. technicians yeah. and firefighters, police officers, nurses, all those that are on the front line of helping our communities uh, build a better life for our citizens. And that's the first question I ask. You know, Tim Tim was wondering, like, how do you start off your class, Austin? And, and like, I, I have always <laughs> cracked my face when, like, it's one of my favorite days. I show up and, and I ask every student in the class, like, raise your hand and tell me why you want to be here, right? And if you tell me you want to be here because you want to help people and save lives, I'm going to stick my hand on my throat and throw up right on the ground. And, and the phrase reaction I get is like, well, what? But exactly what you just got done saying, it's like it's like a palpable buzz in the room. It's like a bunch of honeybees. There's a there's a hive because everybody has their unique excitement to be here. And we all know it's, it's like a very amazing opportunity for me as an instructor because everybody in that classroom at root day one, I know wants to provide community service. Yeah, I know is here for that reason. So then I get to double down and find out like, what's your individual reason? What got you in my classroom? It's amazing. Amazing to hear those reactions and, and responses. <laughs> But I hear now that that's the same reason why you're here, community involvement, service, and it's what creates that excitement yeah, out of you. absolutely. And I think there's um, you can kind of follow patterns, too. There's either a circumstance in someone's life that gave them an experience that says, I want to do something like that. For me, it was my teacher, Joe Shante, my high school teacher. I mean, oh. I want to be like Joe, right? He's yeah. motivated me and got me to go on to college and supported me through it. So that was really a, a strong mentoring relationship. Others, it might be um, if you're a nurse, it might be that your, your grandmother or your grandfather, sure. someone who was in the healthcare profession, so you kind of yeah. 
yeah. gravitated toward that. Or, you know, in some cases, it might be a life-altering situation. Maybe Absolutely. somebody was in an accident, and that first responder was the one that yeah. encouraged them and supported them and nurtured them back to a, a healthy environment. So they wanted to also do that for other people. Mm-hmm. So there's something in our lives that create this identity for us and help instill the passion to do well in, in a And sometimes, career. you know, it's vacancy, right? It's like no one is willing to step into that role, or you notice that no one's taking that action. And I see Gateway doing that a lot. And if you wanted to just kind of uh, hedge in on, on that, where do you see us as a college filling that void? We were kind of talking before we came in here. There was a couple avenues yeah. that, you know, we are sucking into that vacuum of, hey, the community needs X, Y, and Z, or we're seeing palpating this, you know, this is the, the, the desire of the community and Gateway provides. Is, is there anything that you're seeing in the future that, man, we're filling that gap? Well, I think absolutely. And I think kind of to see the future, you have to look at the past, right? So Gateway has a unique history, founded in 1911. So it is the oldest two-year publicly funded college in America. Hey, so hey, yeah. Like, what a history. That's, that's right. And at, at that time, there was a group of community leaders that probably sat in a room similar to this and determined that it was important to invest in training, vocational education, because there's a transition going on in the economy. You can almost imagine early 1900s, agriculture sure. to industrial. You can see the industrial build out in our communities, the legacy companies like S.C. Johnson, right. Modine, Twin Disc, and others. Um, and today we have something very similar going on, an evolution and a revolution of our economy based on advanced manufacturing, technology-driven, healthcare, and it's just changing the dynamics of the career paths. The reason Gateway was founded was to provide that unique niche to make sure that there was a education opportunity for all uh, citizens, young and old, to get the skills to compete in that job marketplace. And that's what we're here for, and that's what we strive to do every day is to make sure that we're viable so we stay connected to the community. We spend a lot of time with our employer partners. We try to put value to all the community issues and concerns that might be taking place. I was mentioned to Tim that yes, last week we announced uh, Gateway's investment in the new community health center in Racine. That's important for us to be a part of that conversation. Better health in the city of Racine means better students that are going to be able to come to us because they're less worried about taking care of their families, yeah. mm-hmm. at least health-wise, wow. and provides a clinical side for us and keeps us engaged in the community. So yeah. I think you can look at any scenario in a community and say what role can Gateway play um, in helping make that uh, better for that community. We are the rising tide, and I think we're lifting all the ships around us. That's, we're trying. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, now it just gets everybody excited, like even just hearing them. I am. I'm hovering over my seat, a little hummingbird here. Like, I can't wait to go do clinicals. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, here's, here's another story that I like to remind uh, myself and others about. So if you think about how a community operates. So on the way home tonight when you're driving home, just imagine all the jobs that are taking place. Mm-hmm. Someone's out there making sure your bank accounts are working right. Someone's building an IT infrastructure. You can use your cell phone. Someone's fixing your car to make sure it stays in the road someone's driving that truck someone's flying that airplane and then think about gateway that's where they're trained right (laughs) so we serve 23,000 students a year 70 uh, two-year programs 100 one-year diploma programs 200 industry certifications so if you're a firefighter and you need to be certified you're gonna go to Gateway. yeah if you're a cosmetologist you need to be certified you're gonna go to gateway right so think about all those careers that you will witness now as you drive home and imagine how does a person become that how do you become the utility line worker? How do you become a police officer? You know, how do you go home and how do you become a chef? Because I'm going to order sure. dinner out, right? Sure. Right. Those are all skilled trades that are taught at Gateway. And then in, in many ways, those are life-altering passionate careers that people choose and we're just really fortunate to be a part of that it yeah, seems that's... like that word gateway is synonymous with light life change right you know, I've, I've often thought of that but I've been trying to figure out the history because it wasn't always called gateway that's right it yeah. was called Racine Technical Institute the Kenosha Technical Institute mm-hmm. RCI KTI and then it was merged and at one time it was actually called the Badger District 
That didn't last too long because I think the University of Wisconsin <laughs> yeah. actually coined that a little bit better. So, so, but Gateway is extremely appropriate because not only is it the gateway from Illinois to Wisconsin, that's mm-hmm. kind of how it got its roots, but it is a gateway for many people into a better life. That's amazing. And I mean, personally, I don't know about animals, but I'm a big Red Hawk fan over a badger any day. Just saying, I'm, yeah. not, I'm just saying, but Red Hawks are my home. Well, <laughs> we're very uh, excited about our mascot. I yeah. don't know if you know this, but yep. there is actually a Rudy the Red Hawk. That's why I, I, I saw the flyer for looking yeah, for Rudy's. Well, he lives, I mean, the actual bird itself lives at the Racine Zoo. Oh, I didn't know that. So when we adopted a mascot a few years ago, and our student uh, government uh, organization named him Rudy, mm-hmm. uh, there was actually a red-tailed hawk that was hit by a car in Michigan. So we adopted that red-tailed oh, hawk. No that's way. Awesome. We sponsored its nurturing back to health, and yes. it lives at the Racine Zoo. Okay. Oh, that's so if, awesome. So if you go to the Racine Zoo, you get a little map of the zoo. And there will be a little red hawk that will walk you through the zoo. And the last exhibit you'll see is Rudy the Red Hawk. There's a site visit <clears throat> to many yeah, talk yeah, about field trip, trip here yeah, yeah, for the paramedical. That's, that's so cool. That is awesome. But stuff so, like that. It's just it just pops up. You're like, oh, of, of course. Of yeah, course, Gateway's awesome. involved yeah. in that. Absolutely. So it's a good connection back to all the different aspects of the community because now we can support the zoo because you know yeah. maybe through our vet tech program that would have been a good way to support wow, it. But that's why not great. support it through youth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids excited about learning about you know the zoo and participating in that activity and then also learning a little bit about. Gateway. Yeah. The other thing is there's a lot of red-tailed hawks in southeast Wisconsin. True. So there is. Makes Fun a good fact, connection. I didn't know this, but you hear that, like, tip, uh, here comes some sounds. You hear that typical, like, yeah, from a, a that's a red-tailed hawk. Not an eagle. <laughs> not <laughs> an eagle. You I, see an eagle, they're, like, make this crazy diarrhea sound with their mouth. It's not. <laughs> I was going to say, how are you so good at that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, low amount of friends, high amount of time. Yeah. 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 We do our research. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that windshield time I have, I'd make plenty of sounds. Yeah. Now, there's, there's a few of them that live uh, red-tailed hawks that are nested out by the Horizon Center, so they keep track of mm-hmm. the automotive program for us. There are a couple here on the Kenosha campus back at the Center for Sustainable That's Living, cool. so we get to see them quite often on campus, and it's really a visual reminder that we are one big community. Absolutely. And that Gateway, while it has independent campuses in Elkhorn, Kenosha, Racine, and technology centers in, in, in other communities, that it still represents the same focus and the right. same mission. Right. We are wow. connected. Where do you see... We, we kind of talked about the past here. As Gateway continues moving forward, where do you see us best being of service to the community? You kind of mentioned about areas that we're impacting, um, healthcare uh, sites and accessibility to healthcare and whatnot. Um, But where do you see technology-wise? I I see some big things on the horizon coming into Wisconsin there. If you just want to touch, where do you see Gateway's involvement as far as the future? Yeah, there's no question that uh, we continue to learn about uh, Gateway as far as the impact we have on our community from our current programs. But Looking forward, we know that healthcare is a growing need in all over the state of Wisconsin, but specifically in southeast Wisconsin. So we're going to expand and uh, add a new nursing program to the Racine campus wow. that will give us a greater footprint in Very the healthcare cool. environment. We also know that nursing is not the only pathway, so we have to look at expanding our, our dental assistant program into a dental hygienist program, try to expand surgical tech into certifications. We have an ophthalmology program, our vet tech program. Where can we expand healthcare to give sure. more people access to those great uh, jobs that are in this area? We also see very visibly the build-out along the interstate with manufacturing. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. different type of manufacturing, consumer product manufacturing. So we've expanded our engineering, our automation programs, our robotics programs, our um, artificial intelligence programs at the S.C. Johnson IMET Center. Wow. So those careers will continue to uh, evolve, and we will see even greater need for manufacturing skills that are integrated into a, a data science or an IT background, and you're going to see emerging of some of those um, technical careers. 
And then I think just in general, the whole idea of a technology infrastructure. So we all like the conveniences of, uh, I'll call them smart environments, right? Yeah. We love the oh, idea yeah. that our doorbell can send us a message when somebody's sure. at the door. Mm-hmm. Right. So the smart that we, we love the idea that our car can park itself. And all of those engagements um, are driven around data and data science and how does data affect every career, especially the ones you're in, right? So right. Oh, big time. Certainly. you got to be instant response. And so we're excited about what those new careers will bring uh, to Gateway and the fact that we can build off some really great foundational programs we have and uh, make them even more viable for, for future graduates. That's amazing. I love yeah. I love hearing from um, the top what you see us as doing because in, in, in my focus circle, right, my little, my little circle that I'm living in, when I push that out, it's so amazing to see how interconnected we are throughout yeah, each one of these absolutely. campuses and how we are one unified gateway team headed towards a goal. Mm-hmm. I my, use your programs a lot in my messaging to the community because interoperability, so how do police and fire and EMTs, how do they all coordinate services? Absolutely. Yeah. And how do those services get handed off into healthcare providers, whether it's nurses or doctors in the hospital? And how is all of that information transferred, that mm-hmm. data information? So you guys are using iPads now, mm-hmm. and yeah. wireless, yeah. Bluetooth systems, and you're able to communicate with uh, professional doctors and stuff on the field while you're providing mm-hmm. the service. Mm-hmm. And yep. that that didn't happen, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. And so we, we can't assume that a firefighter is trained the same way or that an EMT right. is trained the same way. They're kind of co-trained together because they're using the same systems yeah that's kind of what i was going to say like even just that alone for emts and fires they is not just one thing it's just you have to be kind of a renaissance man and woman if you will you have to know how technology works you know the human anatomy of fizz right how to break open a car door and and, that's right etc so be really good at a lot of little things which equates to a huge goal right and that Mm -hmm. goal is service that goal is customer service yeah. of that patient right. that we're and the new yeah. skill sets you have to learn so right. you know before you gotta learn some really great um, services on how you're gonna resuscitate someone mm-hmm. well today it's a defibrillator you're gonna put wires on them right you're gonna learn different skill sets and you got an iPad and you've got different ways to monitor everything so there's a technology learning curve right. there's an application learning curve and then there's the science of the human body application curve and then there's this crazy thing where they bring New environments in like hybrid vehicles. Right? Yes, we didn't have yeah. that before. Yeah, different materials, right. right? And so there's a lot of dynamics that force the curriculum and the content change as a result of the environments that we live and in. And I love that. I think it really is the approachability, if that's a word. I think it is the yeah. uh, uh, how well you're able to receive that, right? If I'm if I'm hungry for, hey, what else can we do in our program? What else can I do? How else can I help and assist my students? There isn't a ceiling. Right. But you know, if you visualize yourself having that gap, you know, like like there is a ceiling on what I can do to simulate delivering a baby. I'm a heck of an actor, right? Like, you can put props on me, I'll scream, we can do whatever we need to, but there's a ceiling. But if we're willing to bring technology, we're willing to bring whatever we can into the classroom, there is none. It's just your, how um, hungry you are for that information. She's always trying to improve, like we always try to do. That's right. Right. Absolutely. Now, and and with uh, some of the resources that Gateway brings to your profession, like human patient simulation, so you can practice delivering a baby on a human patient, right? right? Mm -hmm. Over and over and over. Over and over. It's a simulator. So you may not have been able to do that uh, a few years ago because you had to wait for a woman to give birth. Right. They're not always giving birth during your regular scheduled 15-week training program. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So now you can stage things a little better. You can give our our professionals that experience firsthand. And give them that real look, you know, because I think one thing that we do really well in our program over in the Protective Services Building is when when we give you... Um, an expectation. We are preparing you for the realistic career environment. And our career environment in the career field is 
uncontrolled. Yeah. It's that pre-hospital <laughs> setting. Yeah. And so then we can bring in data from videos, from um, you know iPads, from anything that we have these training tools, right. rather than me saying like, ah, you're not doing it well, <laughs> the end. <laughs> you know, like because I said so. Yeah, yeah, because I said so. Rather than here's some data. Look, yeah. push a little bit deeper, push a little bit harder. You're off the chest approximately 75% of the time. Oh, not good. Yeah. And then we see growth, and mm-hmm. we see when there's that hunger, that desire, which all of our students have day one. You see that growth in them. And to me, that's where I get teary-eyed, misty-eyed, voice crack at graduation where we see that. Oh, my goodness, look at you now. Yeah, so I I try to describe Gateway um, to someone that maybe hadn't been here before as two sides of the same coin. So um, one side, you know, we're pretty familiar with academic programs. And most people have an idea of what college is like. If you take enough classes, you're going to finish a semester. If you finish enough semesters, you're going to get a diploma or a degree, whether it's a two-year, four-year. It's pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. The other side is customization. What do we do for industry, for municipalities, for fire departments sure. to do a very unique skill set training in a short amount of time? I see your programs, the EMS programs, on the rim of that, right? You mm-hmm. need all of the academic, right. but you also need the experience of the local municipality, fire departments, police officers, departments, in order to get that contextual experience. That's why yours is so relevant. Right. You're riding in the ambulance. You know, right. You're mm-hmm. there on the yep. scene, and that's where you validate whether or not you've learned and earned the academic content to be awarded the degree. Yeah. Hey, you know what I saw last week, Austin? That one thing you talked about. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, right. exactly. I saw in clinicals. I mean, so much of that happens in the paramedic classroom. It's really validating, you know, because, it, again, it is preparation and it is development of those students. And to me, that is why I show up. I love seeing every day when I walk into the classroom and see the growth of someone and see their potential. Even if they don't see it, hopefully we see it. And when we do see it, then we make them or help them realize their potential. Yeah. And man, it's just like a the trajectory of that individual just through the roof. It's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. What well, does an average day look like for you here at Gateway? Well, I just yeah. need to record <laughs> so that hard one. Part, yeah, the hard part, Austin, is it's, I, was, I was telling Tim, there's really not one set pattern. I mean, every I start usually around 7 a.m. the first meeting, depending where it's located. If it's you know out of the district a little bit, then there's a little travel time. but um, And then usually it's about every 45 minutes to an hour that's a different topic. All right. So a different location, different topic. So you go from you know community-wide conversations or you go directly to a program support or I just left a, a group of student leaders and we were doing some work on uh, Dress for Success. And then we had a listening session around how we can improve uh, access for students into the community. And so they're all different, but they're all uh, uniquely uh, engaging. So I get to learn so much about Gateway, so much about our community. And then I think my job is really kind of the big puzzle builder, right? So I'm supposed to figure out where all these pieces fit and how we can leverage an experience that I might have learned about yesterday that's going to help improve the EMS program. And maybe it's connected back to the growth of a new fire station that's being planned in a community. And and if we can build that connection point and it – get people talking, yeah. we can solve those issues a lot easier. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. That is really amazing. Yeah. One final question here for you. What is your most unknown favorite fact about Gateway Technical College that you've found? Uh, my, I'll tell you right now. Okay. Hey, we have a, a Red Hawk. <laughs> we have a Hawk. I learned that one today. That's my favorite fact I All learned. Right, well, I do like the fact that we're the oldest two-year publicly funded college in America. I that think is that, amazing. That's a, that's a great fact. But um, there are many, so I don't know if you're aware of the fact that if you took all 100-plus years, there's about a million people that we've served. Wow. So that's the size of the state of Nebraska's wow. population. Hmm. Right? So we serve wow. a lot of people every year. Take 100 years times 23,000 people, and we're 109, so it's about a million a crazy, people that we've impacted. That's a crazy statistic. Which means that hmm. we have a great um, opportunity 
to, to help people find their career path and to build and sustain our communities in unique ways. Not many organizations can say that. Even some of our terrific legacy companies are celebrating their centennial 100 years. We're, we're nine years earlier than that. Wow, <laughs> right? So I think that, that legacy, but my a couple of my favorite of, of all things. Um, so my son-in-law graduated from Gateway. Okay. So I have a personal connection there. Our all daughter right. took class here at Gateway. My mother-in-law took classes at Gateway. And I didn't know any of this until I came to Gateway. <laughs> it's right? a family right. tradition. Yeah. All right. No, no, my grandson's <laughs> over at every child's place at the Kenosha campus. So we're all in all right. Gateway. All right. Everybody's proud to wear their Gateway logo shirts. That's right. right. That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Mr. President, for coming on here today. Tim, thank you very much for coming in in studio. Of my name is Austin Brandt. And if you want to get a hold of us you want to come on the studio or come in studio excuse me and uh, be interviewed by us if you're up for the task and willing um and if you have any questions for mr president here or anyone else uh in studio tim hit him with that email for me ems podcast at gtc.edu awesome coming out of the wgtd studios again this is gateway technical college putting forth our best foot to do better this is the call i'm austin brandt see you next week